Welcome to the 10th episode of Saucin' on You, presented by Bottled Sports. I am your host, The Sauce. We also have my co-host, Pumba, a.k.a. Pumba's Picks that are no longer on the up and up. On today's show, we have Hot Sauce, Cool Sauce. We have the word of the day, and we chat a few topics around the North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota area. Let's get saucy. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Saucin' on You. Happy April 9th, Monday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. We are back here at on Saucin' on You, presented by Bottled Sports, with number 10, the deuce of them all, 1-0, the podcast that you've all been waiting for. I know we haven't been up to date on the podcast lately. I think we've been kind of out of the game for the first, or the, excuse me, for the last uh, two weeks or so, but... Pumba and myself and everyone here at Bottled Sports just kind of wanted to make sure that we had everything on track that we're doing and we wanted to focus on everything so we can uh, to the tips of Egypt in the North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota area. So here we are today, April 9th, number 10. Cool, 9-10 there. Pumba, we bring you on. How has it been and are you excited for number 10? Uh, first off, thanks, Sass, for having me on the, the show again. Um or podcast, I guess. I don't know. The, the this show. feels like a show. The show. The show. But uh, anyway, show. yeah, no, life's been good. Uh, things, you know, we're ready to get onto that golf course, but uh, life's been good. Work's been busy and uh, just keeping on, keeping on, watching them sports. Yeah, I know everyone in the area has been getting hit with snow. Um, the city's just got more snow. Fargo, I mean, we don't have a ton of snow. But, I mean, there's snow here, especially – and then in North Dakota, West North Dakota, there's snow. So, we're definitely getting the itch to golf. I know Pumba is as well. And, like we said yesterday, we watched the Masters, the Masters excuse me, Patrick Reed. Love him, hate him, whatever you do. Um, it was great to see someone finally get their first jacket, so that was kind of cool. Um, Pumba will kind of get into our hot sauce, cool sauce right away, and this kind of rolls right into it. Um, my hot sauce, my first one of the day is, uh, like I said, with Masters done – and kind of golf on everyone's minds, um, spring is on the hot seat because spring rolled around on, what, March 24th, I believe, and around that date, and now it's t- three weeks later, and still no sign, like, no sign of spring in anywhere. So, you know, I talked to a few elite golf coaches, as you might know, some of them, some of them Pumba, and uh, they said, high school-wise, they don't think they'll get on the course at least until May 1st, so that's, heck, another three weeks. So spring... Wherever you're at, we want you back, and you're on the hot seat. Or excuse me, you're hot sauce, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, it, uh, there's just enough snow in Fargo to uh, make you depressed. That's what uh, yeah, I, I, say. And, I uh, agree with that. Yeah, no, no, it's been rough, and I'm guessing what we're just going to have this year is one of those years where it goes from 40 degrees and snow on the ground to all of a sudden it's going to be hitting like 75, so... Yeah. Just kind of seems like that's the year we're heading for. See, and that sucks because my favorite time of the year is like sp- like spring. Like spring. Like all of a sudden we're going to go from winter to like summer well, and not even going to get a spring. The best time of the year, like if you just combine sports and everything is like March Madness. Yeah. Usually it's getting nicer outside. Then you get the Masters. Masters then the and usually, playoffs. Usually like the Masters is that one big golf tournament that playoffs. always it, like gets you in the mood to get out there and skull some you know, pitching 60s. wedges. 
you know, 20 yards over the green and stuff. But, no, it, it gets you in the mood to get out on the course. And, unfortunately, this year we can't do that. And and it's not even close. I mean, I, I think yeah. we're going to be lucky to be getting on the courses anytime in April the way it's looking. So Yeah, it's kind of interesting. We played basketball yesterday, like, before the Masters. And, like, during, the, like, the last few years for the Masters, like, we'd usually either be golfing or like at least outside a little bit warm enough where we could start, you know, swinging the clubs. And both of us were in the gym, just like playing basketball. Like, all right, now it's time for the masters. Like the years prior, it's kind of been the opposite. It's been golf for a little bit in the morning and then go watch the masters. I I remember multiple years growing up that it'd be like both Saturday and Sunday of masters weekend. It's like you go, you watch those guys play and then, as soon as it's over, you're like, I got to go quick and get nine holes in. Like, you're just motivated to go out, get some shots in, get some birdies of your own, get, you know, get your own doubles, all that stuff. You know, <laughs> it's, you, you're just itching to get out there this time of the year. And, but, but I mean, the Masters was still really enjoyable to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very enjoyable. Um, I won DraftKings. I'm like the best DraftKings player of all time. I just do think I do. Do you think I receive, I deserve that title, Pumbaa? Um, in the area, in the tri-state well, area, certainly, certainly in our <laughs> friend group. I mean, it's like a given if, if there's any sort of DraftKings competition, I mean, you're, you're going to win it. You should start getting this DraftKings do like Krings, uh, Krings. Krings. <laughs> what I was going to say is draft do they, does DraftKings have cricket on there? Cause you'd probably win that too. I don't know, but I would bef- definitely be down for a Thursday night, uh, cricket match it, match it, match. And I, I, I don't know anyone think about cricket, but I'll win because it seemed every time we're doing DraftKings, I was like, didn't matter what sport or what event, I was gonna win. Yeah, and no one was close. And, and you do dumb picks, but they pay off. For but you, they I pay. Guess. Hey, so just, just anyway, to, to get a little back on a uh, subject, my yep. my hot sauce yep. also You're has to somewhat do with the uh, the Masters, but mo- more of golf in general. And and this where this is kind of relevant to uh, you know the whole North Dakota, Minnesota, Minnesota, South Dakota mm-hmm. is that. Fan behavior at golf tournaments has kind of become a topic of discussion. And really, a lot of this started with some of the fan behavior at the 2016 Ryder Cup, which yep. was at Hazeltine yep. uh, down in the Minneapolis area. Yes, sir. And, and um, you know, I, I've read a little on this of, you know, I think there are certain players that um, I, I don't know if they're just weak minded and can't handle some of the harassment. I mean, I do think that there are some things that are out of line. Like, apparently... Like, what's out, what's out of line? Like, um, I don't think when people I yell mashed potatoes, I don't think that's out I of line. I can't remember the player, but apparently there was a round where a player... It was a European player. Oh, I wish I would remember. But um, apparently somebody was, like, following him around and was just, like, shouting out their wife's name, <laughs> like, the whole round. And, like, okay, that that's a little far. Um, I mean... Overall, I guess I I don't care if you heckle somebody a little. Um, I I think it's ridiculous. I know I've talked, I've maybe even said this on the podcast before. I don't know about the whole Justin Thomas getting mad at somebody yeah. for saying get in the bunker after he hit a shot. Yeah, I mean it's kind of funny, and and I mean maybe maybe we do want that out of golf. I don't know. I guess that's kind of on the golfers. Uh-huh. I think the biggest debate though that somebody brought up is that maybe they need. One player's opinion was that maybe there needs to be a better control on drinking at these 
golf events okay. because they think that that is kind of the cause of some of this yeah. poor behavior. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, what, what if what if they'd start saying like, you know, trying being a lot more strict on a overall drinking at these golf events? I think golf is like one of those sports where like it's it's not entirely fun to watch unless like you really enjoy it, right? And like the people that go to golf obviously are like all into it. I think if you like take away drinking like it's just kind of like golf's no fun anymore. Like, you know, it's I think golf is is kind of the state is now. You have all these young golfers. Tiger's kind of back. Phil's doing his thing. Like golf, golf is at an all time high for fun wise. If you take that out of it, like I don't know, they're professional players. Like, what's the difference between me going to a football game, sitting first row, and yelling, "Screw you, Tom Brady! Your wife's not hot. Go kiss your kid." Like, what's the difference between that and writing? And they're not doing. I could yell that in Tom Brady's his throwing motion. You know, like he's about to throw it away. You can't, you can't do that during a golfer's backswing. Like it's after they're doing it after they hit, right? So like, there's a little bit of difference there. But like, what's or if I'm at a court side of the Timberwolves game and I'm yelling at Jimmy Butler, like it's the same thing. No, no, and I and I totally agree with what you're saying. And that's where I think, in some ways, like I've been to Minnesota Twins games, for example, where like. In some of these bad years they've had, like, well, yeah, if they get, have a terrible inning, like as they're running off the field, fans will boo them. Yeah, <laughs> happens to football teams all the time. Like, mm-hmm. just because these people are your fans doesn't mean that you can go out there have a terrible performance and then be like, oh, you shouldn't boo me. No, if you're down thirty to three at the halftime of a football game, yeah, they should boo you as you run off the field. Yeah, know? the the one difference there though is like Justin Tom, like he he was like doing well in the tournament. And it wasn't like he was just sucking, right? Yeah. So, like, the Browns go 0-16, don't win a game. Or, you know, whoever. But JT was, like, at the top of the tournament, you know. And I'm not saying, like, oh, people should be booing these players. But I think at the same time, I think golf – I think golfers are kind of coming off as a little whiny in some of this. I I, I really think. And that's where – I mean, it's going to be interesting. I – it's either and, you and I do know golf. Golf is a gen- gentleman's game, you know. Go- golf is a is a different breed of character. Yeah, um, I think ge- going off that golf being a gentleman's game, I think how they cut down on drinking. Well, this might not be a perfect solution, but what do gentlemen drink? Like whiskey and like just straight up booze. So like no beer, no anything. Just like your typical Jameson, your typical Canadian whiskey. club whiskey. Yeah, on just the rocks. On the no rocks. Pop, yeah, on the no rocks. mixy. No mixy. Just. Uh, liquor on the rocks and water. They can also drink like bourbon, bourbon, Manhattan. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what else? Yeah, um, but I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Maybe vodka on the rocks or something. Keep it classy because it's gentleman's game. Gentleman's I don't game. know. You, you do, and then it comes in. How, it's either you have drinking or you don't. I don't think you can put a stamp. I don't think you. Put, you can only have like give them tickets. Here's two beers. Like I don't. I don't think that. Well, would I, don't, I don't know. You could do that, but I think you could maybe. Just police overall the the fan yeah. behavior as far as like I don't know, dude, you looking looking a little uh, tipsy there, you know? Maybe well, we or maybe they just need to you, or maybe we need to get you the heck out of here. Yeah, well, maybe they just need to enforce like JT, like okay, he he did it now, and now everyone kind of needs to enforce that. And all of a sudden, once these uh, the you know the patrons see that people are getting kicked out for yelling, I think it'll maybe calm down yeah. a little bit. But so was that your only hot sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my cool sauce as we get going here on the podcast. Ankle insurance. Well, okay, you know how like weird insurance people have like hot chicks have like tits and like yeah on their teeth and stuff, and like so that like weird type of insurance is back. Like is you know. Well, I wouldn't say it ever left. It's it's not. It's not. No, it never left. But I'm saying like 
I don't know. Everyone's talks about, you know, oh, we get life insurance. I'm not going to die. Like, you know, you don't need it, but you're going to die. You're going to die, but you're also going to snap some ankles in the par three tournament. Uh, like Tony uh, Finau, like he did. I don't know if you guys saw this video. Pooh, I don't know if you saw this. I think you did. I think, um, oh, I you, saw. yeah, how he, he pot, par three made a hole in one, um, on Thursday pops it, you know, twists his ankle and then all of a sudden pops it back in. He, he's yeah. running down yep. the fairway celebrating. Yep. And then, Honestly, I thought ankle. I thought it probably happened just before, looking. just because like the video how it went, because it looked like he was so smooth and like, oh, this has happened before. I'm just gonna pop it back in. But you said it, he didn't. Ha- it never happened to him. N- nobody has ever been so calm. Yeah. While disloading, dislocating their ankle, and then just popping it back in and like standing up. Like yeah. you'd have sworn that was like a weekly occurrence for this guy. Exactly. It just looks so he's smooth. He's just like another. Another Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> like, oh, bought my ankle out. I mean, the the dude just, if that would have happened to me, I'd have been freaking out. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd have been, like, screaming, hollering, yeah. crying. And it just looked like a regular, like you said, just a Wednesday morning. stuff like that. And he just, just kind of gets up, boom, pops back yeah. in, stands up. Pops it. Like, uh, so I'm sure Tiger had insurance. And then he takes a top 10 finish in the Masters. Exactly. I mean, and... I should have kept my faith in him. I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, but that's kind of getting off subject to your back. back to no, yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, golfers insurance. like Tiger, you know, probably insurance on his back. I don't know for sure or not. But like possibly or, you know, just people. I don't know if Tony had insurance on his body. I doubt it. Um, I think a lot of athletes from what I've heard, I think a lot of athletes. Really? Is it more carry, just like body or is it? They carry at least some sort of insurance on their body on just their body. because – you never know. Yeah, I, I, you never know. I guess I don't like. I don't know football players, what their situation is because I mean, obviously they're at a way bigger risk. Yeah. You know, whereas a golfer, like, okay, look at Jordan Spieth. Like, if he would have some sort of injury, I mean, look, look at his earning potential throughout mm-hmm. his career. Like, if he'd have some sort of injury, I mean, it's worth for him to have some sort of insurance policy out there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have insurance on my lovely hair, so I mean. Oh, do you on on your image? The greatest hair south of the Canadian border. Is is your is your uh, the greatest hair? <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> All right, that's my cool sauce. So just kind of like that weird type of insurance, you know, not your normal stuff, but like it's back. It, well, not back, but it's just like you know, hey, we need to pay for this stuff because it can and happen hey, anyway. Maybe, maybe we should maybe we should be getting body insurance. I mean, yeah, man. Just look, just look at me. I think I need it. Yeah, we, I think we have to make a little more money for that, but we'll go from there. All right, your cool um, sauce. My, my cool sauce would be um. So it kind of goes with your hot sauce of the cold weather, but um, oh. on on Saturday, the uh, the Minnesota Twins played the coldest game that they've played in their uh, 58 years in Minnesota. I mean, obviously they were playing for many many years indoors, but um, yeah, the first pitch temperature in their uh, loss to Seattle on Saturday was 27 degrees. Wow! Now, I, I don't know about you, but if I'd have been it's the cold. starting pitcher for that game, I'd have been like, hell no, screw this. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And then yesterday, the game actually ended up getting, uh, postponed up to sometime in May fourteenth. May, May, yeah, May fourteenth. Yep. I was gonna say sometime in May. But uh, yeah, the the Twins have played a lot of cold games. They've had some snowy games, a lot, a lot of cold games. Um. Obviously, I mean, twenty seven degrees. That's that's bru- that's brutally cold. Well, yeah, but I mean, and, you're, and fucking, you're in Minnesota, what, like. Wow. Well, but like, but okay, you can say yeah, you're in Minnesota, but Miguel Sano, like, look at all these players that. They've had that are from Central America okay. or even Southern United States. Okay. You know, I mean, look at some of these guys are probably out there just like thinking this is nuts. That they're this is brutal. Playing. I'm going to start a team and in South Dakota and only get players that know the cold. Why would you get players that don't know the cold? 
You're just going to waste it. Half, the they're end, just going to waste the first two is, months of the season. It's just so much, <laughs> okay, maybe waste like the first three weeks. Five games. Or five games, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a summer sport. There was nobody in the stands. Actually, I would probably go to that game just to be like, yeah, I was at that game. Well, just yeah. to say you were. You just know? to say you were, yeah. Plus, I mean, you Why could, not? oh, your seat's on the upper deck. Oh, there's no one. From well, here to the I don't field, know, depending on the usher, as as we've well, experienced, yeah. depending on the usher, they won't let you move anywhere. Which is like, stupid. oh, dude, these these thirty rows of seats here are empty. <laughs> oh, sorry, I guess I can't sit there. Yeah, because my ticket's not there. Yeah, that yeah. guy was. People take their that, jobs serious. I, that's another story. That guy, he he just loved the power that he had. Yeah, that's the he was only kicking power people left and right, not just us. Yeah, there were like he, he must have kicked like twenty people out of that section. Too much power. Too much. Maybe power. he. Oh. He needs to go to these golf tournaments and enforce those rules. Yeah, he'd be hey, good you, at it. Get out of here. He'd be good at it. All right. Word of the day as we continue to move on, uh, Pumba. Well, like we said, word of the day, if you guys are new, uh, we kind of just pick a uh, random word off Urban, Dic- off Urban Dictionary. I don't know if you guys ever been there. Just kind of a super uh, funny dictionary website. Just pick a random word and uh, roll with it, tell the definition, uh, just kind of explain it and use it in a sentence. Pumba, what's your word of the day? Um, here, boy, boy, uh, my word of the day, here we go, I got it now, is, uh, word of the day is douche kebab. Now, the definition of this is a person with multiple different douchebag qualities stacked together (laughs) like a shish kebab. So, basically to use it in a sentence is, uh, you know, one guy could say, look at that guy with the shades, popped collar, and flat billed ball cap covering his man bun, and you know, his friend could be like, yeah, what a mega douche kebab you know <laughs> i know a few of those oh i know many of those <laughs> all right i'm gonna just start using i actually never. i don't think i've ever heard that word i've, like, I've never heard it either yeah that's pretty good all right my word of the day is called um paratrooping it's called paratrooping uh it's when you're in another city so like not fargo or going to the cities or something and you go into a bar with the sole intention of sleeping with someone just so you don't just so you have a place to stay so like if we would leave north dakota and head down to the cities but don't get a hotel room. We'd be paratrooping, trying to find a someone to sleep with, so we can spend the night there. You know, that's so that's you don't a bold s- strategy. That's well, yeah. I mean, so I guess I, I I look at that two two ways. You either are very confident in your abilities to find a pretty attractive person, yeah. to to paratroop with, or else you're literally gonna just like have to go with whatever you know. Yeah, just whatever like you can get, whatever falls in your lap at the two a.m. Yeah, and so, that might not be good. And that might, but. You could uh, got a place to stay. Hopefully, that's true. You'd assume. Um, Using in a sentence, uh, Joy said, uh, "So, which hotel are you staying at in Boston?" And Stevie said, "Actually, I think I'll just go paratrooping this time." And he did just that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So this is our first break on the podcast. Um, thank you guys again for uh, joining us. As we are about 18 minutes in here, no ads. So if you are looking for ads, uh, hit, hit 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 us up. And uh, we can go from there. But as we now transition, Pumba, we'll take, uh, we'll kind of just jump into our topics, pile of topics, kind of like a your ball cap of hats. You're, you have a hat and you just kind of throw topics in there, your ball cap of hats. And then we'll just toss around some uh, subjects and kind of see what we can, uh, yeah, there we go, like you're, like you're doing and just chit chat about a little bit that's going on in the area. So the first topic I have that came to my mind um, today or yesterday, two dudes got caught with 85 pounds of marijuana in South Dakota. 85 pounds. That's just 85 pounds. I weighed that probably in like seventh grade. 
Jeez, I probably weighed that in like third grade. But. <laughs> 85. No, like a, I'm thinking like a, a sixth grader probably weighs eight. Uh, no, yeah, little ones, like probably yeah. like little skinny girls or something probably. <laughs> Yeah, 85 pounds. Yeah, 85 pounds. I mean... I mean, first up, I don't understand. Why, why are you transporting this much dude, of, you, we, of drugs? Well, why not? I mean, you might... Because you're, you're going to get caught? No. And then I, I look at it this way. If you're going to transport weed, you might as well just transport as much as you can anyway. Because if you're going to get caught, you're going to get caught. I mean, yeah. you know what? If these guys would have been transporting 45 pounds, they're probably going to get in the same amount of trouble as 85 once you're over like that small limit, I don't know what even is. Isn't it like two ounces or something? I'm not a weed expert. Oh, I don't. I disagree. But uh, <laughs> it's like once you're over a certain amount, I mean, might as well as just keep on piling it in the trunk. And That's true. Because get, if get, you're going to get, get caught, caught, you might as well get caught. If you're going to get caught, you might as well get caught with a lot. But at the same time, you can say if you're going to get caught, it's a lot of money going uh, right down the drain. Yeah, I think that was do the largest. Th- what do you think they like? Police officers do with all that marijuana. Like, there's no way they don't try some of that out. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I don't. But what are you going to. I mean, just going to throw in the garbage up behind the department? I don't know. You're going to burn it? The fucking city's going to get a high burn it? contact. Yeah, sh- high. Shitty's going to. Sh- <laughs> shitty's <laughs> They will be shitty after get that. Shitty. The, I don't, si- the city's going to get shitty. Do they keep it in the. I, I don't know. Well, you probably don't have know. to keep it somewhere. And then, I, yeah, I guess I don't know if long term they just burn it off. Or? I'm just thinking outside the box. Like, if we were to become police officers and like, hey, maybe sell this on the black market. Pl- hey, if they eighty five pounds, sell twenty. You know, police uh, police station have a bake sale. Oh, ooh, police, ooh, uh, ooh. Uh, police department in uh, weed brownies they can make. Oh my that. gosh, police department in a shitty uh, North Dakota or Minnesota town that's super, you know, low population. Boost their up, well, sell just, some weed. Just think of the money that they could make towards their their annual budget that they need. Mm-hmm. Get out they, of debt if they'd go and sell this pot. Absolutely. Ooh, ooh, buy a new state a car, police car. Absolutely. Get a canine dog. Yep. Get yeah. a canine kitty. Canine kitty, Reggie boy. Wait, a canine kitty. That why does it? Nice. Why does it always seem like whenever someone's transporting like drugs, like large amounts, they always get caught. Dude, are they smoking no. joints? Out no, they you don't, don't think so. You think on the road right now that there's people driving with weed in the Dude, car? There's probably 80, not eighty five. There's pounds, probably a hundred vehicles a day driving into Fargo. You think a hundred vehicles? I don't know. I'm guessing a lot. There's a lot of drugs going all over the place all the time. Yeah. I just what I'd laugh is when these people like they get caught, and the reason they get caught is because oh they were driving like eighty and a fifty five, and it's like <laughs> you're an idiot. Well, I mean. They got drugs. Got to get there fast. I I guess maybe maybe they're in a rush yeah. or like blew a stop sign or it's like something really stupid. Yeah, just stupid. It's just like routine. You you literally yeah were breaking the law driving yeah. while you had you know how many ever pounds of marijuana. Yeah, if or I was whatever whether you had meth or, or whatever you got Molly. Yeah, if I was ever going to transport, I'd go like a mile under the speed limit. Absolutely. Or maybe because you don't want to go too slow, then it almost seems suspicious. Then they're like, oh my gosh, so these people high, they're going super yeah. slow. Yeah. I think this is the largest. <laughs> is that what you think every time? Why is his grandma really going 40 and an 80 He's or 75? Oh, they're high. That guy's oh, high. I see. I see. Do, clearing up the arthritis. I think this is a, um, the uh, latest, the, one of the largest on the highways in the Dakotas and Minnesotas um, as of uh, kind of late this year. What did you think? I mean, 85 freaking pounds of pot is uh, humongous amount of pot. And um, address for us, uh, just saying, uh, PD there, if you're looking for somewhere to put it, we got a spot for it. Um, second topic on the day, 
Um, transitioning from uh, drugs to football. Actually, kind of a little correlation there, possibly, especially in the NFL. But um, NDSU, our team, Pumba, that's where we're from, North Dakota State. Uh, winners of the six of the last seven FCS titles. And um, so there's some scheduling problems going on, not only with North Dakota State football, but also um, James Madison, uh, two top-tier programs in the FCS. As I'm sure there's scheduling problems going, you know, for, for a lot of teams, you know, not even FCS, probably Division One as well, uh, FBS. But what do you kind of think about this? Um, James Madison's having trouble finding a home open for the 2020 season. Obviously, we're just up and coming on the 2019 season, so everyone's trying to figure out the schedule for two for uh, two seasons down the road. But do you fear that these kind of top programs, such as uh, James Madison and NDSU, are going to have – is this going to be like a reoccurring problem where they're going to have trouble finding, you know – out-of-conference opponents that they want to play. Maybe uh, FBS, because who want, why would an FBS play, team play uh, NDSU unless they think they can win and get showed up or get showed up? Well, part of that is, yeah, actually, why why, why would you play NDSU? That's a better question. Well, yeah. I mean, why, why would you why play would NDSU? Why would you pay them all that I mean, Why would you pay them all that money to potentially lose to, to lose, an FCS yeah. team that, you know, when it comes to how, you know, all these – they do all these standings now and view view your – strength of schedule and stuff. I mean, playing an FCS team doesn't look good on that. I mean, NDSU's got a fair amount of FBS teams scheduled within the next, you know, yeah. what, six to seven years. But, uh, no, I, I guess I, I don't know if going to FBS would really solve any issues per se as far as scheduling. I mean, I don't know. A lot of these conferences are going to where FBS, they don't want FBS teams scheduling these FCS teams anymore. Partly because, yeah, they probably don't want, you know, I mean, heck, NDSU's beaten like what half of the Big Twelve, Big uh, Big Twelve, Big, Big no, Twelve, or Pac Twelve, no, no, or well, Big have, Big Ten. Well, we've beaten SEC, Big Ten, and Big Twelve. Yeah, the <laughs> SEC. Who are we? <laughs> Who are we? But uh, no, it, it's I don't necessarily know if going to any level is going to necessarily change your, you know, if teams want to schedule or not. Some teams. I guess the problem NDSU probably has is some teams probably don't want to play us so their whole team doesn't end up hurt or something. Yeah, that's you know? also like, why if are we going to spend the time? you're some team from Maryland or something, okay. like you're some low-level school, you, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, let's go play the Bison. I mean, heck, half your team's probably going to end up in the hospital after that game. Yeah. Because our linemen are just going to drive you into the ground. But. Yeah. I uh, I saw JMU, James Madison. Um, we're thinking about maybe talking to – I doubt this will go anywhere, but – Talking to NDSU about maybe doing like a uh, like a game zero. We've kind of seen game zeros before, um, just like before the season start. Kind of like not pre, kind of like preseason, I guess. Um, they were talking about that. I don't know. I mean, NDSU plays what Oregon in twenty twenty, Colorado yeah, somewhere's in sure there. Of all the years, I think we play Colorado. We have a game scheduled against Arizona. Got a game out in Oregon, obviously. Um, yeah, that'll be guys. Fun. This next year, do we finally play down in Target Field this next year, or is that twenty? Isn't it, that twenty? It, it seems 20? like it's. I keep thinking it's got to be getting closer, and like, and it, it never, never does. does. Yeah, it's just like yeah, forever out in the future. Yeah, um, yeah. We play. I guess that's just Butler we played on there, but uh, yeah, that's true. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think NDSU's doing some good things as far as scheduling, and yeah, we're gonna struggle here every once in a while, but yeah. Well, I think it's a good you know, game, but I, I, I don't think. Um, yeah, August 31st, uh, 2019 is NDSU versus Butler. But, um, but wait, Butler has a football team? Yeah, Butler's got a football team. Are they good? 
No, crush them. <laughs> well, like, I don't know why. Wow. So, like, if Butler would beat NDSU, would we have to pay them or no? Is that only for FBS schools? Well, it's got nothing to do with whether you beat them or not. Like, your contracts are... Oh, yeah, it's just straight I up mean, pay them. Like, like, we'll pay, like, when Incarnate Word or whatever comes here, yeah. like, we pay them very minuscule amounts compared yeah. to, like, you know, some some teams get paid, like, a half million yeah. dollars or even more to go play, like, at Alabama or... But why would Alabama... I don't understand. Why would Alabama, like, dish out half a million dollars? Be- because cause they're making more money off that in ticket sales and all the money they're... To play a fucking small-level school? Well, yeah, but they're playing a home game. That's true. So that's... A lot of those schools, they want all these home games. Like, yeah. all those SEC schools, Big Ten, all these schools, they want these home games, but... So the way they get you to come is they're like, hey... We'll pay you a half million. Yep. This low-level team where it's like, holy cow, a half million to their football program can go a long ways. Mm-hmm. And then in return, it's just... We get a home game. Yeah, they, they get a home game. They'll generate two and a half million or something. Yeah. Or, what, I, you know, I or whatever numbers, it is. But I, I okay. generate tons, I understand. tons of money off those home games. And I kind of knew the ins and outs, but I just like went like... Uh, it, it always kind of like it was like, oh, why is this team going there if they... Paying this guy so so. So that's the thing. So where it's much. Like NDSU will go to, you know, we show up to Iowa. They're paying us. I can't remember how much they paid us, but anyway, they're paying us to be there. We walk in, we beat them. Yeah. Take that, take that check, and uh, what should have happened w. is Iowa should have. Iowa, we should have exchanged uh, FBS and FCS like certificates. Like, hey, if we beat you, we get your certificate. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay, why would an FBS school ever schedule? Because FCS if you beat NDSU. FCS team, you get two wins. Or we can put it on a point system, and you get two points instead of one point. Okay, you know why you're not in charge of coming up with these rules? Because no one likes fun. Yeah, nobody likes your rules. <laughs> the third topic of the day on Sasan on You here. Um, kind of close, near and dear to both Pumba and I's hearts. Um, Allegiant, uh, the air airplane that uh, the travel aid, wait, it's airplane, right? That we uh, that we travel on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. Do you fly airplanes? airplanes? Uh, Allegiant. It's mostly well. It's really nice for us in uh, Fargo, just because it goes straight down to Arizona, and we go there a, a few times a year. But um, one of these planes, one of these planes, slid off um, the runway. Actually, in South Dakota, it was coming from Vegas, just full of freaking hungover people, and slides right off the goddamn runway in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I believe. I mean, this would be terrifying. I we I know we've been in a few like not super terrifying, you know, turbulence and stuff like that. You know, sitting by people that we probably don't want to sit by. But this this would be terrifying to slide off a runway. I I actually don't know. I mean, but you're on the ground. So, but still, I mean, you're, you're already on the ground. You're slowing down. Yeah, you're just sliding. I mean, yeah. I I'm sure. It'd be somewhat scary, but I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, my life's flashing before my eyes. No. I'm, I'm more scared of turbulence than I would be about sliding. Yeah. Is that – would you – I mean, my, my big thing is, like, once – is when the plane's taking off for, like, the first two minutes, I'm just, like, you know, don't want any geese hitting our engines. <laughs> then we got to pull a sully and land in a river or Great something. Great movie. But, uh, but basically, like, those first two minutes during takeoff and then, like, uh, basically just landing in general, but I mean, if you want to see scary stuff, watch, watch videos of planes land in like extreme wind. 
That's about the scariest thing you'll ever Why see. are you ever watching that? Hey, I got time on my <laughs> like, What the hell? Like, I guess I'm if I'm bored man. out of my mind, that's not one of no, the no, first no. things. I, I haven't seen much of it, but I, I watched a video on time of a plane like landing in like a 40-mile-per-hour crosswind. And what was it? It was just that like was, oh, the, swaying? The, the plane actually tried to land. It it started swaying so bad, it actually had to reaccelerate and oh, take off fuck. and land a second time. Damn, that would be scary. Oh, that would have been... I'd have been fearing for my life then. I know you've been on a, pl- a few planes a few times. Have you ever had like terrifying experience or just like just an odd experience on a plane? Um, nothing, nothing too bad. I mean, over in Europe, on a flight I was on, I, I was pretty sure the plane was gonna snap in half. <laughs> but um, just I don't, I don't know. It seemed like the plane was making odd noises. Yeah. Just like yep, this thing all of a sudden the wings are gonna snap off and. This is you it. Know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, at least if I'd get to fall a couple thousand feet down to the ground, it'd be kind of cool. Have a few last <laughs> moments. What are you going to do in those moments? I'd pray to God. I'd yeah. Look around. Be like, this kind of feels like Fortnite. Yeah. You know? Be like, it's a good ride. It was a good ride. I it, think, it's I think a good ride while I'm times. riding. Yeah. Think about the good times. Think about the sad times. But yeah. I mean, this subject, we're kind of getting on a gloomy subject. Well, I, yeah, I know. I always think No, like, I mean, in the end, uh, it's... In your last moments, what do you like? Th- this whole thing, plane, plane sliding off the runway, not that big of a deal. I mean, no, it makes the no. news all the time because people just like freak out, but yeah. not that big of a deal. Yeah. And and I'm totally with people on being like almost somewhat scared to fly sometimes, but it's a billion times safer than driving. I mean, think you, about it. Think yeah. about all the just car accidents that have gone on in the Fogelmore area true. in the last. There was nine cars weeks. in the ditch. A couple of days well, ago from uh, west to east. People, you know, there's that crash where yeah. you have people die. In Fargo, yeah. That's, that's sad stuff. Well, that bus accident up in Canada with yeah, those. that's sad. With uh, that hockey team, that was a really tragic deal. But it's like, yeah, flying is super safe compared to anything, unless you're flying over and wherever that plane disappeared. I don't know. Where was that? Indonesia or something? Yeah. Was that the plane you were on in Europe? That was not the plane I was on. <laughs> Thank the Lord, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's not a. I don't know, it's just kind of interesting because just because like we have flown a fair amount together, and it's just kind of like yeah, that'd be kind of sketchy. What I love is whenever this happens, it always makes the news. Oh yeah, like, I oh, mean, plane slides off runway. Yeah, you're like yeah, like you say, go. How about you go report on the twenty-eight cars that are in the ditch across the state of South? You know, like yeah, I mean, yeah, report on all these. Act, yeah, yeah. There's literally zero people hurt in this. But there has to be. A yeah, I think there's 155 passengers and like six crew members. Like no one was no hurt. No one was hurt. And it's a huge story. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, since that was like super duper sad, we want to end you guys on a. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> we want to end the show on a little uh, lighter, on a little lighter note. And Pumba, I just kind of want to get your take on this. Um, uh, a squirrel. Uh, I believe this is out west uh, a few days ago, or actually yesterday, um, lost his paws in like a trap, you know, like a mouse trap, a squirrel trap, okay. you know, bear trap, whatever. And for some reason, that squirrel um, now has received prosthetic wheels to continue to move around. A squirrel in the woods gets wheels. Do, as I, I'm sure you know what I thought should have happened to that squirrel. I don't know. That thing should have been killed so quick. <laughs> I mean, a, a, a painless death, you know? Just yeah. kill it off real quick. Do I, I don't know what you could do to it. Just quick chop its head off or something. Yeah. Okay. You well, kill it real quickly. 
<laughs> fry it up over the campfire. Prostat. I mean, no, that's a joke. That's a waste of money. And effort. Yeah. What's he going to go climb trees now with his prosthetic little wheels? I don't know. You should have given him wings. That's what you should have done. Squirrel. Squirrel bird. There are such things as flying squirrels, you know. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not very cultured, so. No, you're not. So we try to go from a sad subject to a sadder subject with Pumbaa cutting off squirrels' heads here to end the show. But, Pumbaa, thanks for coming on. Another episode in the books. Number 10. Uh, excited about this one, and as we continue to uh, grow and build here, the uh, the Bottled Sports crew, and continue to have success here, follow us on Facebook, at Bottled Sports, on Twitter, at Bottled Sports, and on Instagram, at Bottled Sports. Pumba, thanks again for coming on. We're still waiting on that blog that you said, I think, every day that you've been writing. Still waiting. Hey, I've, I've got words I've got on produce. paper. And I just can't. They they don't make any sense. Oh, well, as, mm. I'm a numbers guy, not not a words guy. Just give me a bunch of numbers, and maybe I'll figure should something I just, out. Should I just give you a bunch of numbers? Just give me your bank statements, and I'll just publish those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Stay saucy. We're out.